today's price is not today's price. price. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. This is the Maverick Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Maverick. Today, we got the super talented Loudmouth Beats in the building. Welcome to the podcast. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Man, I'm super hyped. I've been checking out all your stuff. Before we dive into everything, for the 1% of the people out there that don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, man. Uh, well, I go by Loudmouth Beats. Uh, I'm a producer. I'm a producer, engineer out of Oklahoma City. I've been making music for a long time. I had to take a break for a while, um, but you know I'm back at it now, and I'm just out here trying to get clients, show people what I can do, make this music, and live my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, for yeah. sure. I was reading sort of your background. It sounds like at an early age, one of your teachers told you you had a, a perfect pitch, right? Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. Um, I had this teacher. Her name was Mrs. Barnes, and Anybody knows me, my memory is all messed up. So if if I can remember anybody's name from way yeah, back then, that's, that's uh, it a big influence, something. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she she just uh, took a liking to me because like I I knew the music like forward and backwards, like yeah. whatever it was, I, I I instantly remembered it, and uh, she just knew that I had a talent for music, and she inspired she. She motivated me. She wanted me to continue that throughout my life. Okay, yeah. cool. So is that like the first time you discovered that you were good at music or into music? Or how did you discover, hey, I kind of dig this music thing? Uh, I don't, man, I just remember being in my room, like listening to Jackson 5 stuff. And okay. like, because my mom, she was a little bit older. So, uh, you know, we didn't listen to a bunch of Mary J. Blige or nothing like that. It was more like oldies like, like 70s. Motown, stuff Motown like that? exactly okay, yeah cool. and I just always took a liking to um harmonies and just different groups that could really like you know it was about talent back then so yeah definitely it just always you know struck struck something with me and I don't know to, to this day I just love music man that's cool yeah so my understanding along the way you were also part of a rap collective I, I first got out of high school I had this apartment and my roommate he um his cousin was kind of like the leader of 2XL, kind of like okay. he, he was like the main rapper, the one down here doing stuff. His name was Dante Pompey, uh, D-Lo, and he does battle rapping, and you know now he's putting out music on his own. But back then, it was him, it was DJ Already, uh, a few different rappers and producers, and I was just you know the the guy's cousin's friend, and he came to the studio one time. And I've been I've been recording artists since 2007, 2008. Okay. In my closet, and uh, he came through one time. He freestyled his whole day at work, like to a beat that I already had playing oh, yeah. in the studio. And like since then, I was like, bro, whatever you want to do, I'm with it. I'm with it. So, <laughs> so he yeah. came in and he was like ready, like just one take or it, what? Like the way he is, you got to know who Dante is. Yeah. Like he, he he just walked in and like. <laughs> he just started talking and like mm. he talks in rhymes. That's awesome. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. he's not even trying, it just happens. Cool, cool. Yeah. So the the way he did that, I was just influenced and, in, you know, I'm like, yeah, whatever you got going on, I'm trying to be a part of it. And that's where I started, like trying to make a name for myself as a producer. Okay. Was that kind of your first entry point into music? Or did you try like, I don't know, DJing or performing or something um, before then? No, I I always was a producer. Okay. And uh I had uh friends in in high school who were who were making beats on Fruity Loops mm -hmm. and they would bring their laptop to school with them and like be making beats while we're in class and math class and nice. whatnot. <laughs> and uh I remember like, yo, what's he doing? Like and yeah. I, and then I remember other guys used to have like instrumental tapes and I didn't know that that was 
you know, major producer tapes, but I, I, I just figured it was them making beats. So I was always interested, like, how do people even make beats? So yeah. being from Oklahoma, it's, it, it's, it's, at least back then, it wasn't really a major pod for music. Right. You know what right. I mean? So I was just always curious, and I downloaded the free version of Fruity Loops back in, like, 06 on my mom's computer, mm -hmm. and it's been a wrap since then. That's cool. How did you start? Did you start, like, sampling, or did you start, like, just with, like, the out-of-box no. sounds that come with Fruity yeah. Loops, or what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I I didn't know nothing about sampling. It was just whatever sounds were available on there, that's what I okay. used then. You know, I, I figured out a way to sample later on, but people, you know, gravitated to to what I was doing, just using the, the bass sounds yeah. in there. That's cool. Yeah. I was just curious because you mentioned Motown, and when I think of some of the biggest producers, like Kanye or yeah. something, it's like a lot of Motown samples. Yeah, you know? for sure. Even yeah. today, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, sampling. that Hip-hop is based on sampling. For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, any, any sound that you hear is going to be a sample of something, most yeah. likely, yeah. Do you have like a good ear for like just like melodies or how do you start like stacking up your beat with the drums first? Like walk me through that process. Uh, man, I don't know. It, 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 however, I'm feeling that day, you know, I can start with a melody or I can start with the drum patterns. OK, um, I'm, I'm very, very in tune with, uh, you know, whatever's hot, you know, whatever good music. I like I just listen to yeah. good music and, um, you know, I, I might start with sampling, trying to pull like a bar out of something or or I'll just have a feeling and I want to start with some hot, some some fast hi-hats and throw an 808 on there and, and go from there. But yeah, this it's kind of no blueprint for me. I just I just go. Cool. Yeah. I like that. Walk me through that sort of musical influence. Like, you know, you mentioned Motown, but like as far as producers, who are some of the guys that you look up to? Ooh, wee, good question. <laughs> uh I like Metro Boomin. Okay. Mike Will made it, Kanye West, Pharrell, Timbaland, mm -hmm. like, you know, the greats. Um, as far as like beat makers, um, shit, man. Uh, you know, and then you got your producers, you know, as, as far as like Quincy Jones and, and then the newer guys like DJ Khaled. Like, yeah. What do you, you think know. about Khaled? Cause he's always like, just kind of like the behind the scenes putting stuff together. Well, that's, that's right? why I brought him up with yeah. Quincy Jones because that's what Quincy did. I mean, yeah. Quincy wasn't, uh, was a musician also, Yeah. but you know, at the end of the day, a producer is the guy who finds all the sounds and puts it all together. Right. I'm not a musician myself. I don't know how to yeah. play a piano. I, I can play my my way through some drums. I can, you know, I can hear a song and play it out on the piano, but I'm not right. a musician. So I find the sounds that I like and I put it all together and, you know, produce a beat. Yeah, I don't so. think a lot of people know that, right? Like, they probably just see Khaled, like, who's this guy, middle of the song, he's like, we the best, right. and that's, like, all he does, right? Yeah, they yeah. don't know, like, even getting those people to be on the project, yeah. right? Like, like if you get Jay-Z or somebody on the project, yeah. that's, like, a lot, like, like, I don't know if anybody could just, like, get him on a project. Oh, like, yeah, He's, like, no. basically retired at this point. Yeah, you know? yeah, no, yeah. you have to put that work in. Like, Jay-Z yeah. is, a, is, a, is a guy who's not just going to get on anybody's right. project. Yep. Even, you know... I don't know. Has he worked with Two Chains yet? I know Two Chains was going through a thing like he can't yeah. get Jay Z on a project. So yeah, um, but as far as producing goes in DJ Khaled, I I respect. I give him all the respect that he deserves. Like I've seen him produce. Oh, I've seen him, you know, DJ, and I've seen him come up from that. As far as like producers, I guess along the way, all the guys that you mentioned mm -hmm. are like up at the top, right? And I think yeah. once you get up to the top, there's a lot of pressure. Like like Timberland's about to drop. Uh, with Justin Timberlake again, right and, right, and everybody's like, he better not fail, right? Like, do yeah. you feel like that? Like, whenever you're doing a project, that you just gotta like one up every project, or what? I mean, uh, f 
for me, yeah, because you know, at the stage I'm at, I have I have aspirations to go big. You know what I mean? So, but I feel like it's just to each his own. Whenever you get to a certain point, you know, there's there's producers that get that one hit and then you never hear from them again. Yeah, you know, I Shotty Red produced a whole bunch of. Uh, Young Jeezy stuff back in the day. Mm-hmm. He's not like a well-known producer nowadays, you know, but he's living off of the music that he made back then. So, I mean, for me, yeah, there, I want to get to the point to where I'm producing for artists like Future or even Drake, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, for me, I definitely need to up myself, up you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, you know, to each his own, that's how I feel. Whatever you're doing is, is however you measure your success is how you measure that. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I just, like... When I think about all those people, like every project just has to be like greater than the last one, yeah. right? So it's just like you can burn yourself difficult. out doing that for yeah. sure. I feel like you know, but I feel like once you get a sound that's uniquely your sound, then you know you can you can go off of that for a while. Yeah, Metro done that for a while. Now with his latest project that he put out, it's a little different from anything I've heard before. But you know, it wasn't just like year after year type of thing. It took him a while to get to that point to where now he's producing stuff that. You know, now he's producing stuff for movies, uh, Spider-Man and stuff. So Right. So, One yeah. thing that makes me happy about all the, the beat makers nowadays is they all got their tag. Yeah. And it's like up front, you know who's like beat it is, right? right. Like yeah. Back back in the day, you would have to like go through the liner loads or something to see yeah. who even made it. Yeah. And now everybody has a tag, right? Like right. this is like loud mouth beats boy. Yeah, right? loud so, mouth boy. Yeah. yeah. yeah who did sure. that? Tell me about like kind of how you came up with the name and like oh, your tag and everything. Oh man. Uh <laughs> uh, okay, so Loudmouth ENT originally was made to be a record label. Okay. And um I had an artist named Dutch Cargo. He had a girlfriend. His girlfriend had a kid. And and, and we were doing a, a mixtape for Dutch Cargo, and we needed some tags. And we just had him go in the booth and say, loud mouth, loud mouth, boy. He says it like he's like excited. Yeah, like, let's get, yeah. let's get to it, right? Yeah, no, yeah. my, yeah, the homie, yeah. he had to hype him up to do that. Like, okay. you, like we probably did that four or five times before we got to okay. loud mouth, boy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what about the the meaning behind the name? How did that come about? Man, I just okay. So I had another production company called Boss Productions, mm-hmm. and and uh, Boss was an acronym stood for Business Over Stupid Shit. Okay. Okay, but the logo wasn't very attractive, and I was I was into business and marketing and how I can you know get get more people to pay attention to what I'm doing, and I knew I needed merch for that, so I needed it. I needed something that I could put on the T-shirt and uh, people would, you know, give it a double take. Yeah. The the old one that I had for Boss Production was just a, a black boss with uh, a microphone for the O and it just didn't stand out. Mm-hmm. So I needed something different. I I was going through some things. I took a picture of my mouth and drew it on the piece of paper. I still have the drawing. So you like hand drew your yeah, logo. I hand, That's I cool. hand drew it. Yeah. yeah. And it was just the grill at first, the mouth and lips and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I need to put the name in it somewhere and it, I, I had the grill at four, you know, four or top, four and bottom. So I just figured out a name that would fit in it and loud mouth. Got it. Fit, That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and it was mouth. I'm drawing the mouth too. And you know, it just kind of all came together. Yeah. Kind of like an epiphany that I had. That's cool. That's yeah. very cool. The one thing that we're talking about off camera is that I like kind of like how you, 
put like different instruments and it's layered, but yeah. everybody has like room to breathe, right? Like yeah. I was talking about your guitars that you use oftentimes. Yeah. If you were to strip down those guitars, yeah. sometimes it sounds like it could just be like at a spa or yeah. something, right? Like yeah. just like some soft guitars. Yeah. But then you got the heavy drums, you got the right. heavy bass. Right. Like is that kind of like your your style or like how would you describe your style? Um uh, I mean I'm I'm mostly influenced by trap music. Um but I love melodic music too. So I mean that's kind of how I blend all my stuff in too. Um yeah, just the 808s. I think my 808s separate my music from other producers and yeah. at least out here, you know what yeah. I mean? So that bass was like tearing up my speakers. I was Damn. listening on the way and it was just like, like <laughs> it was drowning. Yeah. 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 No, I've blown yeah. out my AirPods. Yeah. Like I'm like, I mix my music through the AirPods. It's, it's a process. That's interesting. Yeah. I mix through the yeah. AirPods and okay. the speakers and the headphones and the car. Like I listen to it in all different meanings to make sure it sounds good and everything that you would be listening That's to. That's cool. In. Yeah. Whenever yeah. I do a mixtape, I always take a ride in the car yeah. and listen to it in the car. I don't know what it is about the car, but that's like my favorite place to see yeah. if something sounds good yeah for sure because yeah. if it sounds good in the car then it's gonna sound good anywhere yeah, else yeah. yeah a lot of people nowadays like you said airpods right so right that's why i do it in the airpods because okay. i know most people listening to music in the airpods so yeah. i know if it sounds good in there uh you know and it's, it's real it's real you know uh what's the word direct you know what i mean it's yeah. like right there so if you hear something that a pitch is too high or a frequency is too high I can bring that frequency down, or if I can't hear like some lows in somebody's voice, I can bring it up. And okay. yeah, it's 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 really good to target um, somebody's vocal and, and get their vocal very key to where you know it's them. Yeah, but if you're mastering for like the AirPods and you are having this like flatten some of those waves, does that take away when you're listening to a, in a bigger sound system? I mean, that's I I I, I go back and forth, you know. Yeah. I, I, Literally, you can move something 0.2 decimals and make that much of a change, depending on what plugin that you're using and, yeah. and where you are in the sound in the song. You might there might be a drop where there's there's just vocal and I drop the beat and then I need yeah. to boost something in the vocal. Or, you know, you're just just paying attention. I have an ear for listening, like listening to music. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it sounds like it's just a balance of like trying to get as much frequency covered in yeah. every device that people might listen to yeah, your stuff at, for right? sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I like that. A lot of the stuff nowadays is super saturated too, right? Right. So it almost seems like they're yeah. doing it on purpose to get everything distorted, super saturated. That's kind of like a style in its own, right? Yeah. There's, there's, you know, you, you want to be distorted on purpose sometimes. Like if you go listen to the album, uh, Loudmouth, Radio Volume yeah, One. Yeah, yeah, plug it in. Yeah, it just go, dropped, right? It just dropped yeah. uh, July twelfth. Awesome. Yes, July July twelfth. Yeah, July twelfth. Cool. Anyway, it's out. You can go listen to it right now. <laughs> yeah, my dates might be off, but um, there's sometimes uh, like I think in uh, Do the Fool with L One. There's some there's some points where I I distort the vocal on purpose. Mm because of what he said, you know, or just to, to give you a break from what's already going on. You know, I, I believe in uh, people get tired of listening to the same type of track over and over and over again, yeah. even the sonics of it. So you want to break it up a little bit and just give them like that ear candy to say, oh, that was that was different. And then it can get right back to the music. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah let's talk about that project. So that project, you got a lot of people, even KO, she was on the pod. Yeah, shout so out I was, KO. I was excited to see her. Shout out to her. Yeah. But tell me, how'd you, how'd you go about like doing that? Because I've seen where people put a project together. Yeah. And you have to like kind of like find comb, like, hey, I'm going to pick this artist, that artist. Yeah. How'd you go about that process? So 
I I was when I had loud when 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 Loudmouth was just the label, I was doing a lot of stuff for artists for free, and never got anything back from it. You know, like I felt like I was being taken advantage of. So like whole beats, you just like on the free, free? beats, really? free studio time, free Man. music videos. Like that is and if it wasn't up. free, <laughs> then I was paying for it out of my pocket. Yeah, you know what I mean. I was flying people out to come and give us the best quality, whatever. Sending stems out to different studios to get the best quality, um, so yeah, um, that didn't work out for me. And then I had my daughter over there. Mm-hmm. I had my daughter, and music wasn't paying no bills, or you know, nothing. I wasn't getting right. any anything back from it. So I had to stop doing the music for a little bit, and I promised myself when I got back to it that I was gonna make a name for myself. Instead of focusing on everybody else, I'm gonna do what I can to make you know make a name for myself so I can market myself. I still have the logo. It's still something that you know people are interested in. So I I just develop relationships with different artists and ask them, yo, if if you don't have no plans for this song, or even if you do, is it okay that I use it first? Can I can I put it on my album? I'm thinking about putting out an album on my own. Okay. So you know I'm inspired by Metro Boomin and Michael made it. You know because they put out projects before they were as big as they are now. Yeah. They, they put out projects that they produce everything, but they had they, they homies who was like Future and, and Young Thug on on their beats. Right. You know uh, what I mean? I, I like it. I think you should continue to do like just drop in like volumes. Yeah. Kind of like DJ Clue, DJ Drama. They do right. like their mixtapes. Right. I really like that. Is this is that kind of like your first try at doing something like this or have you done it in the past? Yeah. No, this, this is the first one. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I called it volume one because I want to drop more volumes in the future. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. I saw a lot of people. Are they all local or did you get people from yeah, outside Everybody too? on the album I know personally. I've been in the studio with them. I recorded most of the album myself. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, Thomas, who he he reached out on Facebook and said that he was looking for producers for his project. He was doing a, a song a week for a year straight, and he needed producers to help him do that. Mm-hmm. So I reached out when he made that that post, and I got cool with him being in the studio. Uh, I met Ko in one of his sessions. Uh, L One, who's on like three different songs, I've known him ever since I known Dante from way back in Two XL. Um, you know, and other artists, you know, I just, I meet them, you know, in the studio and just going back and forth and just trying to get this goal accomplished of spreading my name out there. Yeah. I I was listening to some of the songs on there and and the thing about all the tracks is they're all like a different vibe, right? Like, I really like Dugga. Mm -hmm. I really like, uh, Can't Fold and Sirens. Like those were some of the ones that like stood out to me and they were all like different vibes. Yeah, for sure. That was really cool. There's a music video for Thugger right now. L1's in there. I'm in there. Um, yeah, Sirens, but that was on the radio for yeah, the summer. Yeah, you were telling me. How'd you get that on the radio? What, I, I didn't have nothing to do that? with that. No? I had nothing to, I, it, was, it was Thomas who, uh, he has a relationship with somebody at, at the radio station. I don't know exactly how it happened. He just asked me for a radio clean version of the song, and I sent okay. it to him. Cool. And a little bit later, I heard it on the radio. That's cool. How yeah. do you go about doing those clean versions? Because I remember back in the day, they were either like just reverse the word, yeah, or they'd just be like a blank, yeah, right, and yeah. Like, how do you go about doing that? Uh, I can do either or. Yeah. I can put a sound effect over the word. Okay. Uh, I can just drop it completely, or I can you know, use uh, Logic Pro. That's how I mix and master all my pro all my songs. Yeah. Um, there's a way where you can like screw the voice out. 
uh, yeah, just being creative and using what you have available to Got you know, so, accomplish so that going goal. Going back to that, would you say that ear candy yeah. is like changing it up to yeah. keep people engaged, right? Right, yeah, because I don't want to just drop it off every time yeah. somebody drops an F-bomb. You know, sometimes yeah. you want to screw it out. Sometimes you want to, you know, chop it or something. You right. might take the next line and then chop it before. And yeah, just playing with it, just playing yeah. with it. I remember some of the old school juvenile albums, they would just drop it. And it wasn't even like listenable. It was just like every like right. political second, just like like a spot where yeah. it's like nothing's being said. It was not good. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's sure. like almost like not listenable. If you if you're not gonna listen to the like just normal version, like right. don't even listen to yeah. it. Yeah. Right? No, I remember hearing some stuff on the radio. Like they would just like skip the whole bar and like it'd be offbeat for the yeah. rest of the song. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah. But yeah, man, it, things have changed a lot since then. For sure. Yeah, for sure. So tell me like. You know, you, you do engineering, you do also mixing, mastering. Like, yes, tell sir. me, like, everything you're into. Man, uh, I've been recording artists for a long time. I, I can't lie. I've been, I just recently got good at, like, mixing and mastering. Okay. Probably within the last year or so, to the point to where I feel like I can charge people to come by the studio. And, That's, and like, a whole it. art form in itself. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. talk about some of the greats, like... There's people that have like a unique like mastering where people go to them yeah. just for that alone. Yeah. Right? And I'm I'm doing that now. Like people come to my studio because they like my sound. They like um, you know, they'll record something with somebody else and uh, you know, they they're not too satisfied with what, what they have or, you know, they just don't know any other options until they run into me and then, you know, it's kinda like I'm stealing customers at this point. Like yeah. they, they don't want to <laughs> go work with anybody else but me because I have a particular sound. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a good problem to have. Right? It is, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want no no beef or no competition <laughs> or anything like that out there. Like, yeah. honestly, I've reached out to a lot of studios. I've reached out to, I don't want to drop any names, honestly, but mm -hmm. I've reached out and I want to work with studios. But it's like, you know, you have to come in and have a certain um, clientele or, you know, just I got to keep reaching out and I'm just, you know. Yeah. Are too you independent like, for all that. Like, I'll reach out maybe once or twice, but after that, yeah, yeah. I'll figure it out. Are you, like, zoned in into hip-hop, R&B, that sort of thing? Or are you, have, are you like, open to doing, like, other genres I'm of music? open. I'm open yeah. to it. But, you know, I can only really accomplish vocal recording at this point. You know, I can't... You can't come by and, and, and have a whole band or a guitar and drums, and, and I can set you up. Now, if yeah. I was booked in a the studio, then yeah, but I'm just recording at home right now, so... Mm -hmm. Whatever you whatever you have, if you have an instrumental and you just need to record your voice on it, I can take care of that. Okay. You know what I mean? So hip hop, uh, R and B, soul, that's really what I've been that's what I know, it's what I'm used to. Mm -hmm. But I'd be open I'd be open to doing like alternative or pop or, you know, yeah. just anything where I can record your voice. If you need to record a commercial for a podcast okay. or get on the radio, like I can cool. take care of that too. So I like that. Yeah. What's been sort of the track that's gotten the most momentum so far? Whew. Most people love Sirens. Sirens, yeah. yeah. That was like the first one I think I mentioned yeah, to you too. Yeah, it was. Like, that's on the radio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, was, it was on the radio over the summertime, and that's the one that people love. Like, people are in my inbox, like, Sirens is just the one yeah, they love. Yeah. And when I heard it, like, I, I remember listening to... Thomas Hume and KO like come up with the lyrics. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, this is gonna be a fire yeah. song. Yeah. You have an ear for that because I know when yeah. when music drops on Friday, 
I can just kind of scrub through tracks and be like, okay, this one's good. This right. one's gonna make it. Yeah. Do you have like an yes, ear for sir. that kind of stuff too? Yes, yeah. sir. I, I can I can tell when something can is is you know can get traction. Yeah. I don't know what the outcome's gonna be, obviously, but I can definitely hear something and be like, that's gonna be one of the ones. Yeah. Like when 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 we made Thugger in the studio, we had the whole song recorded, and I'm sitting there mixing it, and L1 suggested that I threw auto tune on his voice, and once I did that, I was like. That song it. is out of here. <laughs> That's awesome. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was I'm ready to do the music video at that point. I'm ready to take it as far as I can. Cool. Mm -hmm. So you being sort of the the producer, engineer, kind of behind the scenes, do you also get to participate in live events and like concerts, that sort of thing? Have you done some of that? Mm, no, not not recently. I mean, as close to that I've gotten has been like when I had my label and I had artists, you know, I would, you know, reach out to different venues and try to get them booked at places, but as far as uh, doing live sound or introducing artists or anything like that, no, I just, you know, I, I stay behind the boards and make my beats and then I give it to the artists and you do what you do what you can with it. Yeah, tell me about you and Samurai Swords. <laughs> I, I hear there's a, a connection between you two there. <laughs> You're like, let me take a drink yeah. first. <laughs> I hear there, there's a story behind that. Okay, yeah, so... Uh, to make a long story short, I was dating this girl. She invited me over to her place. This was a long time ago. This was right when I started making music. Okay. I met this girl going to the to to a guy's house who, you know, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, wasn't aware, he wasn't aware of like you being with this girl or no, what? No, 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 no. It, uh, it okay. wasn't even like okay, that. Okay. I met the girl at the trap house, basically. Okay. And uh we got cool with each other. Um she invited me to her house one day. I didn't know she had a boyfriend. She did have a boyfriend. She opened the door for me. I walked in, and then the door behind me closes. What? She's still standing in front of me. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Is she didn't on? give you like these eyes, like warning, like no, don't come in or anything. Like no, no. like okay. it, it was a setup from the jump. Like Man. she invited me over with like dude there. So on purpose she invited. On you. purpose, it was a setup. Yeah, I went to the house. This is why I got trust issues right now. <laughs> I that's that's why I don't understand why you took a drink. Man, yeah. I'm saying, yeah. No, I, I walked in, he closed the door behind me and like, I need you to have a seat, homie. How big of a guy? Not very big, but you a giant when you got a samurai sword, sword oh, in your so hand. He had, he the, had sword? the samurai in his what? hand. And I was like, I need you to have a seat. And like put like put a, a bandana around my arm, like my my like almost handcuffed me and yeah. sit me down. And apparently she was pregnant by his his baby. What? <laughs> yeah. So he's sitting there like having a, a talk with me, like man to man type of talk. Mm -hmm. And uh why? I, Just because you were in the DMs or something? Or no, or what? because like me and her, this was before social media. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I'm 34 years old. Okay, so okay. this was before social media and he he you know, I guess he had went through her phone and found out that she was talking to me. Oh man! Yeah, and uh, had me sit down. She, uh, he told her to pat me down to see if I had any cash on me. I had a bad feeling that day, so I took my cash out of my pocket and I put it because of the, the apartments that she, you know, sent me the address for. Yeah, I knew it was a sketchy place. A little sketch. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I, I put my money up before I even went inside, mm -hmm. and lo and behold, like she tried to rob me. Man. And yeah, that, I mean. 
That's crazy. Yeah, a samurai crazy. sword, though. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, like who this... who has like just a samurai sword like laying around? That's threatening to me. Like yeah. you can pull a gun out in front of me, and I'll be cooler You'll than be I was cool? than a blade. Like I don't I don't like being cut, yeah. sliced. Like yeah. just the sound of being I sliced. Bet. Yeah, man, that that just sends chills down my spine. So so they didn't find any money, and they're just like, okay, get out of here. Yeah, he was like, yeah, yeah, don't mess with my girl no more. Um, we're trying <laughs> to build a family. <laughs> man, that's so crazy. <laughs> Jeez, and the, even crazier, he told her to go to my car to see if I had any money in my car. What? But I hid it in a spot where I knew nobody was gonna find it. So yeah. I went back to my car afterwards, and she went through my car like I seen trash all over this place. And yeah, yeah, man. How um, long had you known this girl before this whole? It had been like two months. Like yeah. me and her talking, she'd been in my place a few times. I never was been to, normal. Everything like... was cool. Yeah, <laughs> I seen her. I went to work. Yeah. Like I met her at work one time. Like. Yeah. You didn't notice she was like really into kung fu movies or anything <laughs> like that. Like there wasn't any signs up front. Not at no. all, man. Uh uh. No uh. Yeah. And back then, if there was, I would have been all into that too. You know what I mean? I, yeah. Yeah. It, it was crazy, man. That's I funny. can't believe it. I've been through a few things like that, and, and these females, man, they they. Uh, yeah, it's dangerous. They're yeah. very dangerous. You got to stay dangerous, sir. Yeah. So tell me about growing up, like. Were you always like into music or did you do any sports or anything like that along the way? Man, I tried basketball. I still love basketball, but I'm yeah. just not fit for basketball. Okay. I try like I tried out every year in high school and never made a team. Yeah. <laughs> I tried out in middle school and was good enough for JV cuz you didn't have to, if you didn't make that, you were JV. Right. So, yeah, I I you know, I've always loved music. I I didn't know I loved making music until I started, you know, my senior year. Mm -hmm. But I've always loved music. I, and it's crazy because people would tease me for listening to what I was listening to. Yeah. Which was like Disney pop bands. That's what you listen to? Backstreet Boys. No way. NSYNC. Really? Um, yeah. Spice How? Girls. My sister loves Spice Girls. I was listening right with her. Uh, B2K later on. Like, yeah, I... Yeah. It's, it's, it's something about harmonies, like hearing the different okay. voices and coming together and making like, just like I can get goosebumps listening to them. Like my hair will actually stand up okay. listening to the perfect harmony. So I'm a big believer in energy. So I'm going to say, let's put it out there. Top five collabs. Who do you want to collab with? Let's put it out into existence. Top five collabs. Yeah. Um... As far as me collabing with producers, no, you making beats artists. for artists, yeah. And we talking about major, yeah. yeah. Okay, Go, let's dream big here. I want to, I definitely want to work with Future. I want to work with Drake. Honestly, I already feel like I have a sound that both of them would appreciate. Um, man, uh, Ludacris. Okay, I want to work with Ludacris for sure. One of my favorite rappers of all time. Um, you said top five. Yeah, we got Ooh, three so far. Yeah, two more slots. Let's see. Mm, Snoop Dogg, because Snoop Dogg was my mom's favorite rapper. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, damn, I don't know. Who else? <laughs> who else is out there? Anybody yeah. who's coming up. Like, yeah. you know, I, I also want to work with people. Don Tolliver. Okay. Don Tolliver is, I, I, I like a lot of Don Tolliver music. Cool, sure. cool. So out of the Brent new... Fires. I'm sorry, that's Okay, a sick you like movie. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, yeah. Cool. So the new guys, like who would you put up there? I would put Brent, I would put Don, um, Gunna. Okay. And I don't care about nobody's opinion about Gunna. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, especially if, you know anyway, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> yeah. Uh 
yeah, Gunner, Travis, I said Travis, Don, Brent Fayez. I don't think I said Travis. I would work with Travis Scott too. Yeah. Um, his beats are like real interesting. Half the time they like have a real big transition too. Yeah, right? Are yeah. you a fan of that? Where it's like it's like a super hard beat, then like a random transition, and then and it's it like, just switches. It just yeah. switches. Yeah, right? I can do that. And Thomas, yeah. he actually like um, influenced me to do that one. Like the last yeah. song of his, it's called Fifty Two of Fifty Two, mm-hmm. on the on all streaming platforms. And we, I was working on the beat. He wrote to it, and then at the end of his verse. He was like, I need you to switch the beat. I'm like, okay. what you mean switch the beat? <laughs> and so I took the the sample that I was using, I flipped the sample a little bit different, and then I put a whole new drum pattern on it. And you know, that was that was my first beat switch that I ever did. Okay. So yeah, I'd be into it for sure. Yeah, That's yeah. cool. I think a, a lot of people usually just like drop out the drums or whatever, right? Yeah. But, but I think doing a whole like transition is kind of cool. And you can just take it a whole complete different direction, yeah. right? Like Travis, I think he he was he would use two different producers and like kind of blend their stuff together once you get through it one track and it's like a whole, it's like two tracks in one basically. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. We're talking like probably like 97% of the views I'm getting currently yeah. are not subscribed. Yeah. Right. So I would say, are you a big sort of believer of surrounding yourself with people that believe in your vision and do, you know, kind of supporting yourself as well? Like, are you a big believer in that? Or do you think like, just I'm going to keep my head down trust the process because sometimes I'm like, come on, guys, like subscribe. Yeah, yeah. So definitely if you're checking us out, subscribe. For yeah, sure. for sure. Subscribe on YouTube, Maverick <laughs> yeah. FM. Um, but I'm uh I've tried that. I've tried, I've been in the position to where I was around so many people that believed in what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I left all that alone, is when I started moving a lot better on my own. Okay. By keeping my head down and, and believing in myself. Cause I feel like uh being around the wrong people uh will just hold you back. Yeah. And uh, especially if everybody isn't on the same page as you, then, you know, it can, it, like I said, it'll just hold you back. So, yeah, do what you got to do. Uh, believe in yourself. Put the work in in order to build your confidence up. Who would you say are some of your biggest supporters, like, you know, from a day one perspective? My daughter. I would say that. Maybe some close family. Um but besides that, I mean, yeah, there's some people that say they believe in you and, and, and yeah. whatnot, but, you know, belief and then support is, is two different things. So I don't know. I'm just at a point right now to where, you know, if, if you're going to rock with me, then you got to you gotta really show that. You know what yeah. I mean? I wasted so many, so, so many years and so much time working with artists who I believed in, and uh, I feel like I was being taken advantage of for most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. What are your goals for the rest of the year? I know you mentioned you're going to, you know, sort of grow out your studio engineering, that side of things yeah. as well, right? Like, yeah. what are some of your goals for the rest of this year? Well, I want to be like a full-time engineer producer. I want to be able to quit both of my jobs. You got two jobs. I have two jobs, Man. yeah. So I do yeah. all this music in between both jobs. Yeah. Um, I want to be able to quit both jobs and work as a full-time engineer producer. And like in the past month, I've been... Have I've had people come by the studio and pay me a little money to do, you know, to record them for an hour That's and, cool. you know, mix and master their music. They might have a YouTube beat and they remade. You know, I can charge them to do that, too. Um, but as far as the rest of the year, my goal is just to be as busy as possible being an engineer and producing and making music. Yeah. Yeah. You know, being a, a producer, beat maker, engineer, it's all behind the scenes. So. 
what's been some of the things that you've seen work to promote your business and promote yourself, right? Like you just like making content of what you're doing day to day or, or how do you go about that? Yeah. Um, so like I try to stay up on my stories now, um, recording, uh, when I'm recording an artist like today, if you go look, you'll see that I had an artist in the studio today before I came here. Um, and really since, you know, it's on me to promote myself as a producer and engineer. Mm-hmm. When I called around and tried to get in, they like, well, what do you have out? And my, my, my purpose of putting out my album was to show people what I can do okay. as a producer and as an engineer. I recorded almost the whole thing. I engineered almost the whole thing and uh, mixed and mastered almost the whole thing. I mastered the whole thing. Mixing and mastering is two different things. Yep. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I produced the whole thing myself. And that that's my that was the whole reason why I put it out. I want people to know like this is what I can do. This is what I'm capable of doing. And the the artists that have been coming through lately, that's why they've been coming through. Mm-hmm. And other artists that I've been working with have been telling other, you know, hey, this guy knows what he's doing, so you might want to hit him up. So cool. Yeah. Do you know, like on the streaming platforms, is there a way to filter to say, hey, show me everything that Loudmouth has produced, even if it's not your project? Is there a way where it just like gives you a playlist? Mm, that would be kind of cool. That would be dope, but I don't know of anything like that. Okay. I don't. I don't. And then a lot of the stuff that I did, like I just started making beats again in 2020. Okay. Yeah. Let. But before then, the last beat I had made was maybe 2014 when my daughter was born. I see. Yeah. Maybe it'd be cool to just create your own playlist and promote the playlist. And yeah. you have everything, all your projects on that playlist. Mm-hmm. That might be a cool way to, to capture all your work. I mean, that's that's what my album is right now. True. It's a short True. playlist of, yeah. of things that I've done. Um, before I'm just that, thinking if you do like a random single for like an artist or yeah, whatever, like just yeah. putting all that kind of stuff together. Yeah, that, yeah. That'll, that'll happen for sure. Like, you know, if I give somebody something, they put it out. I can always create my own playlist and be yeah. like, this is some other stuff that I've done for sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Are you doing any deep dive on the analytics to see like what kind of stuff people are listening to or where they're listening from or anything like that? Like I always geek out about all the numbers. I'm no, always checking everything. I get as you know, as far as distro kid will let me go, you know, as far as like the stats on, you know, where people are listening to the music, which has been Apple music. Yeah. Most, most of the people that listen to my music are listening on Apple, on Apple music. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't try to get too worried about that. I'm, Focused on the music. I know if I make good music, then, you know, eventually people will listen to it. Yeah. What would you say has been sort of your your biggest struggle, whether that be personal, if you want to share that, or just struggle as an artist, you know, along the way? Uh, discipline, maybe. Discipline. Yeah, trying okay. to stay disciplined and um, just work. And uh, besides that, it would be like letting people take advantage of what I'm willing to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I said, I've created all these projects for these artists and never got nothing for it. And then was unappreciated for it at the end of the day too. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I spent a lot of time working with people who um, didn't really appreciate it. You know what I mean? And that held me back. I mean, I stopped doing it because of that. Like I went six, seven years without even thinking about music because I had a daughter I had to take care of and you know, just nothing was working out. And I, in my mind, I'm like, as soon as this stuff does work out, then we, we're all going to eat. Right. But, you know, nobody was pushing it the way that I was pushing it. Nobody was on the same page as me as, as, as far as the music goes. So yeah. that, that would be the biggest thing that held me back. I stopped doing music for, for, for a while. Yeah. 
So you, you mentioned two jobs, right? So yeah. a lot of people probably don't know the behind the scenes struggle, the dedication. Yeah. When are you working on these projects? It's probably a lot of late nights, a lot of weekends. You yeah. probably have to like give up a lot of like fun, just like hanging yeah. out with friends, stuff like that, right? Yeah, I don't have friends. I don't have no friends. friends. <laughs> I have acquaintances. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I work uh, my job in the morning. I get off around two o'clock. I go home, mix and master a song or I start working on the beat. And I have to be right back at work at five o'clock, you know. And so I try to take my days off and just block that out for music. Okay. And then, uh, you know, when I get off work, I'm probably I probably don't go to sleep until two or three o'clock, just yeah. being up on music and have to be right back up at five or six, depending on, yeah, you know, what job I got to do that day. That's the dedication, right? A lot of yeah. people don't know that. A lot of people, I'm sure you get the must be nice, right? Must yeah. be nice, but they don't know, like, hey. You're up till three in the morning, man. Right? Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy. But you know, like I said, I need to work on my dedicate or, or my self discipline to make make it happen on my own. Yeah. Because I've realized that I, I I can't depend on nobody else to do it. You know what I mean? It's it's all on me. Yeah. And that's that's the thing about producers in Oklahoma. Like, if you want to get that recognition, you're gonna have to put the work in and, and get out there in front of the people. So so many producers are, you know, behind the scenes and kind of introverted. Like I'm very introverted. Yeah. So I'm not the one to go out to parties and be trying to shake everybody's hand and let people know what I do. I have to either depend on the artist to do that for me or I have to, you know, man up and go do it myself. Yeah. So, yeah. Have you ever, like, gone to, like, any, like, music festivals or clubs or anything and say, hey, this is my project. Do you want to check it out? Or even a radio station, something like that? No, I, no. I am talking to the radio station now about trying to get Doug on the radio. Okay. I feel like I feel like the radio needs that song. Yeah, I ain't for sure. Lie. They, we we need to hear <laughs> yeah. that in rotation. But uh, yeah, there I have plans to do that. I want to okay. go to South by Southwest next time it happens cool. next year. Um, but yeah, anything I can afford to get to, then yeah, for sure, I'm I'm definitely trying to get out there and that's put cool. it out because that's you know that's getting on this podcast. You know, you know other podcasts. I feel like people are listening to podcasts more than they are radio stations now. For so, sure. Yeah, uh, I want to get you know out there on my own as much as I possibly can. So, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And the cool thing about the day that we live in today is like everybody could be listening from any part of the world, right? Yeah. Like you're not limited to a radio station, right. just that radius, right, where the right. signal goes. Like right. you never know. Your biggest fans are probably like strangers you've never right. met. Right? Exactly, yeah. And that I feel like that too. There's a lot of complaining about people don't support you locally, but if you let that stop you, then you're forgetting about the 7 billion other people that exist. Yeah. And with the internet, you can reach them. You know, all you have to do is sponsor a little $5 post to play yep. your state in Atlanta or New York or Brazil or wherever the hell you want it to go to. For sure. And you know, yeah, there, there's no excuses at this point. Like if you want it, you can go get it. How do you stay creative? That's always a, a question, right? Like, cause if, if I think if you surround yourself with too much, then maybe you start mimicking some of the sounds, right? Yeah. Like, so I don't know if it's better to like just kind of you know stay zoned in, yeah. ignore all the noise, yeah. or, or get inspired. You tell me. What's, I mean, what's your preference? I've uh, I've been listening. Like I listen to the radio because that it, it is going to let you know what's popular and what's hot. So I try to stay up on that. Um, as far as being creative, I might hear a new song and then want to sample it, or like the drill music that's happening right now, like Spike Ice Spice. Which is another artist I would love to work with. Cool. Um, she she's doing this drill thing out of New York, and uh, I can put my own spin on drill music because there's a certain hi hat pattern, yeah. and you know the how the the eight oh eight slide up and down. Yeah, I can do it my own way and put my own like maybe soul sample behind a drill mm -hmm. 
pattern and, and then figure it out. So it's just trying different things, different samples from different genres of music, soundtracks. I, I, there's this one producer, uh, $130 sign, who he'll go to a, a movie soundtrack and pull a sample of like an orchestra or something. And okay. Yeah, he's an Oklahoma producer too. That's and, cool. Yeah. And Are you, know, you ever just like driving around or maybe like grabbing lunch somewhere and you hear like a random song in the background and you're like, I got to find yes. that song. I, I got a sample that has that ever happened to you? I Shazam all day. You Shazam all yeah, day? I'll do yeah. that for sure. I'll be yeah. in a restaurant and hear something. Like I go to Mama Z's restaurant, the African or Nigerian uh, cuisine mm -hmm. on 16th, and they might have a, a YouTube channel going that's nothing but Nigerian music. Okay. And I'll hear something that I want to sample. Or uh, even random sounds. Like I was in my room the other day and like the birds chirping in the backyard was cool to me, the way it sounded. So I pulled my phone out and recorded that, and you might hear that in the track soon. Okay. You know? Yeah, so cool. I just try to f pull inspiration wherever I can. Yeah, do you have a lot stored, like kind of in a bank, like a lot of beats? And like how, how, how big is your library so far? <laughs> is it just like on the fly you're coming up with stuff? Yeah, well, with me being an engineer, I don't really have as much time dedicated to making beats. Okay. So I'm I'm more you know trying to book artists. If you ever need studio time, hit me up on my Instagram, Loudmouth Beats, L O U D M O U F Beats, and uh, I can get you in the studio. But that's really been my main focus is getting people's music uh, sounding the way it needs to be sounding. Yeah. Because I feel like I have a talent for that for listening to something and and picking different bars and and EQing them different ways and you know just making the song sound interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I see where a lot of artists have like voice notes where they just like hum a melody or something. Yeah, I've done that I, plenty of times. Have you done that too? Yeah, yeah. If someone had like a voice note, they're like, "Hey, I like this idea. Could you make that into an actual beat?" I could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's easier to do it when somebody's like, "Hey, I can pay you to do this beat real quick." But yeah. for me, like, I can do that. Like, I'll be at work sometime and the melody to come to me, and I'll try to hum it out into my phone. But then by the time I get home, yeah. Maybe the inspiration's gone. Man. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I might not be feeling like I want to make a beat that day. Like right. some people, some producers, they can make five to ten beats a day. I've never been that type of producer. You know what I mean? Like it's just about how I feel that day. I might go two, three weeks without making a beat. Yeah. Like I said, I went five, six years without making a beat. That's you know? crazy because usually yeah. when people take a break like that. They never come back. Yeah. You know, yeah. people give up on their dreams oftentimes. And yeah. Do that, right. I, I just yeah. can't work for anybody yeah. else for the rest of my life. Yeah. I don't see that happening. You know, like I respect my managers for sure. Um, but it's just about having like doing something because somebody else needs me to do it. I'd rather be on my own schedule. Right. And it's you not know? your passion. Right. Exactly. Like, like yeah. Music you, is definitely that's my passion. Your passion right? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I like that. So tell me, you know, when you do sort of like have a deadline and you have to like come up with the beat, are you able to spark up that inspiration? Yeah, Cause yeah. to me, I would struggle with that. Right. Yeah. Like if I have a deadline and I'm not feeling it, I don't know how I would go about that. Well, most of the time they'll send me a YouTube beat. Okay. They'll send me something that's already made and I just need to know the key in that tempo. And then I can create my own. I can listen to that beat enough times where I know the pattern of when the dr drums came in when you know a melody a counter melody came in and i just do something similar and then i can crank those beats out all day but when cool. it comes to me making my own beats just off the top like you know yeah. i might have to go to youtube and, and get inspired that way or i might have to go through some old music on my phone and, and listen remember what i listened to back when i was 
in elementary school and try to find inspiration there, like, yeah. But if somebody is, is coming to me like, I need this done in two days, it's going to be done in two days for sure. Cool. Do you ever go to, like, just, like, random, like, record shops and just, like, see if you can find an old sample and no, a vinyl record or anything like no, that? No, no, no. I, I, I mean... No, my my record shopping is going to YouTube. Okay. There's like a there's a there's a YouTube page, this dude named Andre Navarro or something like that. And he'll upload an old song, like a old like a seventies, eighties or sixties, mm -hmm. a foreign song, something in France or like just all these different types of sounds. And I listen to to that channel all the time. So cool. I'll just find something from there and I I'll sample something that way. But yeah, I've, I've never, I don't have a record player, yeah, <laughs> so okay. I can't. Cool. Yeah, but yeah, for sure, I'm I'm always looking for something. Awesome. So we are getting the signal here that we're running out of time. But before we do that, I want to give you, you know, your sort of the stage, plug in your socials. Yeah. What's the best way to find you? You know, plug in the project they just dropped too. So yeah, go ahead, plug everything. Okay, for sure. Yeah, it's uh my Instagram is the only thing I need you to care about. No TikTok, no website, care. nothing. No, 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 no. Just go to my Instagram and I'll build it from there. Okay. And it's at Loudmouth Beats, L-O-U-D-M-O-U-F Beats, with an S at the end. No C. Okay, <laughs> cool. And you were mentioning a potential like contest, yeah, right? Yeah, I so want to do something for the yeah, Maverick let's do podcast listeners. So if you go to my Instagram, you can go to my link in my bio and you can find my music video for Up For Grabs, which is on the album, Loudmouth Radio Volume 1. Uh, go there, and if you need mixing and mastering, drop uh, a comment on the video. Just put Maverick. Cool. And then I'll find you, and I'll go uh, probably like a week. I'll 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 draw a winner, and I'll give you one song free mixing and mastering. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. So you, if you have a song idea, and you just you know hurting on money when it comes to trying to get it recorded, because that's what I find people have an issue with is yeah. people charge so much at the studio. I'm doing a deal right now, $25 an hour, $25 to mix and master your song. Cool. $25 also to remake a YouTube beat. So you can get an original song with, for me, under 100 bucks. But right now, for the listeners, if you go to my Up For Grabs music video, comment Maverick. Maverick right yeah, here. There we go. And... I'll pick a winner. I'll pick awesome. a winner. Thank I like you. that. That's going to be a cool, cool little contest for everybody. So yeah. definitely want to thank you, man. I appreciate your grind. Yeah. I'm super excited. I have no doubt you're going to have super success. Like yeah. all your stuff when I was listening to it, like it's a vibe. I, I liked your project. Thank like you, I man. listened to the whole thing. And like I said, the bass was tearing up by speakers in the car. <laughs> so it sounded real good. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. All I right. take pride in that for sure. Cool. All right. There you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, the super talented Loudmouth Beats. Loudmouth Beats. On the Maverick it? Podcast. Keep grinding because in dreams we trust. Yes, sir.